Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Anime Watch Club, a bi-weekly group discussion and review where the hosts of the What Do You Say Anime podcast nominate and vote on shows either we haven't seen or shows will hopefully lead to a great discussion. On today's episode, the bananas of the What Do You Say Anime podcast will be reviewing the 2018 anime original Review Starlight. Let's meet today's stage girls. Holding position zero in my heart, we have Jay. Jay, how's it going? Uh, terrible. Go to the next person. <laughs> Will do. Uh, next up, he has nine, all nine girls tropes into one. We got Cat. Cat, how's it going? What it is, y'all. I am doing great right now here in North Carolina. Glad to have you back, Cat. Uh, our first moderator of the night. He recently got sick because of his taste is so bad. He just consumes garbage all day. We got Miles. Miles, how's it going? Uh, you know, it's pretty good. Um, I gotta say, I get sick from what uh, consuming garbage, but at least I don't enjoy it like you do. Goddamn, do I love this shit. <laughs> and we got Pat! Yeah! <laughs> stage zero. I had to, uh, yeah, sure, stage zero. Front center. Yay, go Pat. Um, great start, as always. Um, yeah, we're talking about uh, Review Starlet, which is an anime from 20... Gosh, why why 18. did I close... 2018. Why did I close the, the tab with it open literally a second ago? I believe um, it is summer 2018. Yes, it is uh, summer 2018. So not too, not too old either. This is one of our, the more recent shows that we've covered uh, as of late. Uh, and it's basically about girls in a, uh, in a stage play at a very specific or, or fancy like high level academy that is meant to prepare girls for stage plays and sh being show women essentially uh and it also gets a little bit magic girly by the end of the episode every single time as well so um again we're gonna do our general first impressions first couple episodes try and keep it spoiler free best we can uh pete why don't you start us off yeah, this has been my plan to watch for like two years now. I've just been holding out. Hopefully we could do this for Watch Club. And lo and behold, we got it for Watch Club. And I was, I mean, I love this show. I think it's fantastic. It's one of just like the, the style of the stage style of show that we get. That's not really common in anime. We get a few. We had like Dance Dance Dancer last season. Uh, we have shows like Kag um, Kageki Shoujo that uh, showcase these uh, drama style stage shows. But this one had like a little twist and I was intrigued to see how they were going to handle the magical girl aspects and uh, storytelling with that, with the setting of being at school and being a stage show. And I think it delivered. I absolutely love this show. I would recommend it to anybody who likes those styles of shows or is a fan of like magical girl shows. There you go. Alrighty. And what about you, Miles? Yeah, so um, this show has been on my plan to watch for a long time as well. Um, I'm a big fan of a lot of the uh, aesthetic of the show and everything. Uh, however, I think the show isn't uh, very good. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. I thought it was a little hard to grasp, but like the mundane stuff was the part that was hard to grasp. The more out there stuff was relatively easy to grasp. Um, I also think that the characters weren't super deep or anything. I thought they were pretty tropey. They didn't really learn any lessons that I viewed as important or, like, hard to learn or anything along the way. Except for, like, one character, but she's so freaking delusional that I hate her anyway. Um, <laughs> so, like, would I recommend this? I don't know. It's fine. It's got really sick fight scenes and stuff. If you, if you like it, it's, like, not, not worth a watch. But, like, if you're 
type of person who's like, you don't see this and you don't go, ooh, this looks fun. Like, I, I wouldn't bother. I think that's a very fair assessment. Uh, Kat, what about you? So, I, uh, this show is not my forte. I'm not a huge fan of Magical Girl shows, uh, mainly the, the main show that, uh, that is associated with the Magical Girl genre. You know, uh, Madoka Magica, I rated a 7, while everybody else, like, raved about it. Uh, this show is definitely not up my alley. Uh, it showed itself as not being up my alley. Also, it, like, for the first parts of the show, it felt slightly wifey. And, uh, it's, it's not, it's not my thing, honestly. Like, I, if you're into magical girl shows, if you're into having bits of slice of life and bits of, like, you know, going back to high school and stuff like that, and if you were in show choir, definitely watch this show. But for everybody else, good. Fair enough. Uh, fair enough. All right, and uh, Jay, what about you? Uh, honestly, the first couple episodes were a little bit bland. Honestly, I enjoyed the sound design quite a bit. There was a lot of things aesthetically pleasing, but in my opinion, I think that the show really doesn't come into its own until episode four. I think, yeah, like the other said, I would recommend to anybody who likes like magical girl stuff or enjoys like the theater in particular, but um, honestly, if you just want like, like the fact that there's like good fight scenes and stuff is a plus, but if you want good fight scenes with little substance, you can just go enjoy, like, you know, the Fate series, or Demon Slayer, or literally anything like that, and get more out of it, if that's what you're into. So I wouldn't really give it that much, put that much as a plus, in my opinion. Fair enough. Uh, and uh, lastly, on my on my end, I... I'm somewhere in the middle between, I think, the really loving it and the thinking it's very okay. Um, I enjoyed what I watched from it, but I do think it was pretty slow. It was, uh, especially at the beginning, it drags out. This was also on my plan to watch for a while as well, because I had heard, you know, like, oh, most underrated shows or, or whatever. Like, this was always something that popped up on the on the list of things that just, you know, for whatever reason, didn't gain that much popularity but it's like usually critically pretty well acclaimed um and i i now that miles said it like it, i'm thinking about it and like six of the nine main girls are kind of like the same person or the same motivations with like the slightest of changes and but not enough to like really make their journey or what they're doing that different and that makes me like it even less than i i did before um but I, I think the music is really good. I really like the lyrics of the music as well. Like, uh, usually follows what they're doing on screen or the themes of the struggles they're going through on, on screen pretty well. Uh, but I don't know. I didn't, I wasn't very satisfied by the end of the show either. So uh, I think that that's where, where I stand, at least in a spoiler-free uh, scenario. Uh, so I would recommend it for uh, people, like, like people have said, Magical Girl fans uh, or people who like theater i think that they'll get the enjoyment out of it um i i don't know yeah it's weird it's weird to recommend i wouldn't just like recommend this to anybody though either for sure because it, it was not like 
that critically incredible that that it could that anyone could watch it and 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 get something out of it. So, uh, so yeah, with that, I think we'll end our uh, spoiler free section. So going forward, spoilers for the entire show, uh, which I think is pretty relevant as well, uh, because it does twist and turn a little bit, especially near for that final act. Uh, but yeah, does anyone want to start us off with our first discussion point? Yeah, I will. I will do so. So the biggest thing that I got drawn into with this show was the writing and particularly the writing within the premise of the show where we have these girls creating the starlight uh, performance at their school while the story itself is starlight. And to me, how they interwove that connection between the two really is what connected me to the characters, to the themes that they were presenting, and overall uh, just the show itself. So I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on what you thought about the writing in this show, because to me, I I view this at a very, very high regard. I think this is one of the best written anime that I have personally watched. I was so entranced by what was happening and um, what was going on with the show. So uh, Kat, you can take it first. Yeah, so I I disagree on a very on a very basic front. Uh I don't think that this is that well uh written. I I think that this this show reeks of um we need to fill time in the first part. And then the second part is where we put stuff in. And yeah, there might be some like some good hints here here and there because like mainly what it feels like is the first few parts of the of each episode are here's what this is and they say uh stuff about like goddesses uh being uh like important in the uh in the first part of the episode uh and it's just and that's all cool and all but like after a while of them doing this, like, uh, same type of formula over and over at the beginning, especially after episode four, uh, it feels like they are... It feels like they're trying to build up character, but each character is almost the same. And even though, like, writing is technically a formula, I just don't think that this formula is it. I would agree that the characters are the same because they all have the goal of being the top girl. Uh, to me personally, I liked how they kind of broke up each girl by the goddesses that were represented in the, the Starlight um, play and how they interwove that with how they like interacted with that character. So like um, Juna was Fury. She uh, was always trying to be the top star, but it always seemed like she couldn't get there and she was like more aggressive it seemed like and that, i think that really interwove with the characters themselves um any other guys have any comments on the writing well did they really show the whole play though that they were fun i i didn't they like, showed the goddesses like once like, yeah they, they show them like one whole time basically and then at the end juna is like yeah i guess we're all kind of like the goddesses of sin huh haha well, I was thinking that is like, oh, it sounded like the sins, right? When they were talking about uh, in the first few episodes, especially, I was like, oh, so they're doing like, oh, jealousy, whatever, like the the virtue, um, seven, seven deadly, deadly sins. sins, seven deadly sins. Pardon me, I I always try to correct myself in it. It's like, no, you are right. Um, 
uh like i don't know i i but then it kind of dropped off in the middle at least when they were it didn't feel like they talked about it much after the first few episodes so i i don't know maybe i just missed it um like i got yeah, the yeah. Pl- it, i sorry go ahead no sorry yeah it's, they're not even all sins though like one of them is curse right that's Enchant- one of the enchantment yeah and i i also like four of them are envy Right. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like I, that's also how I felt. Right, like they all feel like they have the same, like, oh, I really want to be the best, and I'm like looking up at this specific person that's doing it. And I meanwhile, the other one is like sitting. There, was Maya? I think was like, I, I still want to be better or something. Like you know, like it, it was like again, like, I don't know, like six of the nine of them had the same, and it's, it's fine to ha- all have the same goal, right? But they had other than their different hair color how would you distinguish them? You They're know? trope, right? Yeah. One is the sleepy one. One is the nerdy one. One is... Tomboy. The Supposedly. borderline yandere one. One of them drives a motorcycle. Yeah. Um, though I think Futaba is actually one of the characters that is unique in some way. Um, yeah, I like that Futaba. Was, yeah, I would say I, I did like her storyline. I thought that there were ways that you can improve it. And to talk to writing, Pete, I, I think that the um, Karuko Futaba uh, storyline, while nice and wonderful, uh, leaves some room for improvement. Um, Futaba was the last girl to get in, right? So, makes sense. She randomly had her overly bossy friend tell her that she had to join this school. Um, so she started practicing dancing and whatever, and got in. Very impressive. Year one, though, she's a top eight student already and is already one of the goddesses. And then in year two, Karuko loses her spot in the top eight that she had to some random off-screen character whose name we don't know. Um, And never gets mentioned, and you don't even see them lose their spot when she gets it back at the end. Um, Having Futaba take that spot, I thought would be, like, way more interesting because it would make sense for Futaba not to make it the first year as a goddess. Um, and Karuko, you know, as calculating as she was about like where she belongs and like how much effort she put in it and stuff would probably have never thought Futaba is trying really hard to supplant me. And it, to me, it would have just made their entire conflict. It, Karuko would have still been wrong, but she wouldn't have been so insanely irrationally wrong. Um, you know, she... Like, I could understand why she would be more upset to learn that her friend was practicing behind her back if that took something away from her, but it didn't. Some random girl she never talks to took her spot. And so, like, there are other examples of this, but to me, that's one of the areas where I think the writing could be improved upon the most. I don't know if anyone has thoughts, if I'm missing something that that would ruin, but, you know, that's just an idea. Not for me. Okay. Uh, well, I, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I agree with you on that because, I don't know, when we were watching it, or when I was watching it, I was talking to you about it, and you were, like, you had thought initially that this was part of the flashback or whatever, or, or that she had never had the role in the first place, or, or, or no, that you had, you thought that it was the way that you wanted it to be, right? Where she took the spot from her to justify the reaction, I think. And then and that's where... Um, I think that the, the, the whole time loop part didn't, that, that, that caught me off guard and it was like, oh, that's cool. Like she's, 
reliving the same year over and over again. Banana, banana lady, whatever. Uh, banana cat. Um, fuck. Uh, she, up? she, it's up. Yeah. <laughs> hey, cat. Uh, no, the, I feel like that whole time loop was, was just very random. I, it didn't feel like, like what was the point of it? You know, why, why is she living in this time loop when she could just be living in the next year or she could have done pretty much anything she wanted with her powers, right? Like, or, or whatever, because like for whatever reason too, they are magical and they have this system where they basically get the dragon balls right at the end. Like how, how does that, I, I don't know. I'm just so confused. I think she's I, just an irrational teenager who wants to live out her best life. And her best life was that moment. That's kind of like yeah. what I got from it. I mean, we saw the same thing happen in Bunny Girl Senpai, you know? Like, yeah, and I was didn't... completely uncritical about that. So. <laughs> <laughs> she had something to gain from that, though. She was actually going to lose something. I, I can't believe I'm coming to Bunny Girl Senpai's defense here. Yeah. But little freshman girl wanted to get something she didn't have and didn't have an opportunity to get any more if she let time continue. Right. None of that is true for Banana. None of it. She she also framed it as protecting people, which is like from what failure? I guess she's a psychopath. Not able, yeah, from not yeah, being I understand. Able to yes, achieve a better. She's not logical in her sense. Play. She is a psychopath, Pete. The show doesn't frame her at all like a psychopath. One girl finds out that she's been living a time loop for a freaking millennia, and is like, yeah. Okay. Can I just say there is one thing that the show should kind of zoom in on a little bit, but you only get if you freeze frame. Apparently, there is some added stuff with the goddesses. Whenever you she, they're reading the book, if you freeze frame, you can see there's a passage from the book that says, "The star remembers it all. When fury was passion, when curse was faith, when escape was bravery, when jealousy was affection, when despair was hope, when arrogance was pride." The star remembers it all together with its twinkles. I guess it would probably be shine in the. Okay, in so the that's show. like foreshadowing their character arcs. Yeah, more or less. Okay. Cool. Yeah, but again, I wish they would kind of like actually go over it in the show, I guess, and not just save it as like an Easter egg. To me, I guess I felt like it portrayed it well enough. Where like Miles, you're critical of how they like. Ex tell you how they're feeling and in this sense it's not really like telling us that information it's like showing us and it's showing us like the goddesses and then we're seeing the stories and you can like piece together like what's going on since they are doing starlight the play in the show as a show like uh, to, uh, to me i found it like it was like really easy to connect those pieces yeah. we don't know what the play starlight is how how do you connect with what the theme what are the themes of starlight other than loss the one thing that they tell us 43 times well, you more you, than... you find out after the 99 the 99th performance what starlight is like they they show you what starlight is like the the themes of starlight the two friends chasing after the star for their wishes the six goddesses like trying to stop them each one each how? why well, well, they don't want the wish granted, the goddesses. Why? I, I don't know. But that, okay, that's, that, that's, that's an important question. Just It's just like, I don't know. It's part of like the story, I guess. It's just like, there are six goddesses who are protecting the star. 
and they don't want these two random people to get their wish granted. Is so on on one hand, I accept that it is fine to accept that at face value. On the other hand, if you're going to call something ten out of ten writing, basic character motivation should be laid out. Especially if you're drawing an analogy to something. Okay, to me, I I felt like it was laid out. Okay, then what were the motivation of the goddesses? They're like the protectors of the star. Is like the what I got from it. Like they they each have like their own like trait that is something to deal with the wishes that are being granted, and then they have like the, like these sins, and like the sins have to be like used in some way to um protect the wish. And then we see that these girls like bypass the goddesses, like they don't acknowledge the sins, and then the sin at the end is because they like disregarded the six goddesses. They encounter, like, the seventh sin because one gets blinded by the star and dies. Like, I, I got all of that from the show. Uh, yeah, I understand that. I just don't think that's... Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. To me, like, the main thing about this is that they are subverting the play, right? Like, that's the big twist. A giraffe says that there can only be one right? Um, yes. But then Karen, instead of chopping off everyone's heads, learns to use the power of friendship to let there be two. Um, the giraffe lets them have two. Okay. For, the, for the beginning. Karen successfully convinces the giraffe through her determination to let there be two. Well, no, the giraffe does it as well because he changes the fate of Banana on the 100th uh, stage show. That, that was like the stage of fate was because of him... Like, I, I, from what I got from it, sick of, like, the same thing over and over again, because the, the drafts, what he wants to see is something new. He wants to see something that he hasn't seen before. He keeps seeing the same thing over and over again with Banana. And so he introduces Hikari to the school that changes the fate of, like, the review auditions itself. Yeah, like, again, I, I get that. But, like, what what are the review... Like, the review is part of the play, right? Like, the review and the play mirror each other. Correct? Does it? That, that was the whole point you were making, right? That the reviews and Starlight are... The review auditions? The thing they're doing. The whole process. So, the review auditions is... The competition for the top star. Yes. Yeah. Which and is then, a, they, and then they, a defined thing. And, and then in the story of the review auditions, tell the story of the goddesses. And then they also tell the story of uh, Starlight between um, uh, Claire and Flora at the end with Hikari and Karin. Are we on the same page? I feel like we're just on like different we're, pages yeah, right now. I think I think we're on the same page. I, 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 let's let's hear from someone else while we sort ourselves out. Does anyone have anything else to say? I was enjoying trying to hear the two the two sides come to a consensus. <laughs> okay. So I was also honestly okay. I'm trying to entirely that note. Uh, so yeah. here, let me try to lay out my position a little bit clearer. Okay, right. The Karen is trying to subvert the ending of Starlight so that uh, whatever the two main characters are can, like, be together at the end as opposed to one of them being imprisoned in the tower, right? Cor so, 
Yeah, yeah, in a sense, yes. Yes. Okay. Because what's her name gets imprisoned in the basement, um, which is a place you can just walk to in the school, um, and so that's how I'm saying it's mirroring Starlight. Like the it, the review is their Starlight. That's like the entire point because Karen wants to make these changes. She wants to be subversive so that people yell at her on the internet who are fans of the Starlight source material, right? She wants to subvert people's expectations. Um, and, which I think is a completely fine thing to do. One of my favorite anime pieces of whatever the thing we watch is, cinema, is um, The Tale of Princess Kaguya by Studio Ghibli, which which does that very thing. It subverts a very well-known tale. The issue to me comes that there is no real-life analog to what they are doing here that mirrors their personal problem. The review and the play mirror each other, and in some ways the characters of the play mirror the personal issues that the girls are having. Yes. However, um, there is no top star in reality. There's no single thing that they're fighting for. Two people lead the play. There are like eight lead roles. There's like two top bill roles. Um, they're gonna do it again next year. They did it before the year before. Um, it, it's not... I just don't understand what the point of the top star role is when it's not tied to anything. Okay, we, we talked about this before the episode, and I think it's more of you're viewing it from the audience looking at the stage actors and not the stage actors viewing it from their perspective. Because how I viewed it was, yes, like the play itself is like a team aspect. that It's not about one person. However, to them, being the top person in their group or whatever... Um, like mean something it's, uh, take for like baseball anime for instance that it's a team game worth nine people but you have the ace like you have like this ace player and that's how i viewed it the number one ranked review um audition person is the ace of their team so and that, and that means something be... okay and that means something to them where if from from our perspective it's all the same like they're all just stage actors so like the meaning is like it, it does starlight have two i think i think you like caught up on that starlight itself has two lead roles and that is important but the lead like being number one in the addition means something as well it's not just about being a lead actor in starlight it's about being the the best actor in your group but but how do you how is that determined it's just not the, how reality the, works. I know. They're fighting with a giraffe manager. Like, it, it's... Okay, I, I know. Again, this is... And I apologize, Tyler. This is a Tyler argument. Okay? Just because there are fantasy elements in this doesn't mean that the themes and messaging needs to be also not realistic. Like... I, mean, I feel like it's something that you can tell who the best... Like, if you're in that world, you can tell who the best... Is. That something is you know what what's the thing where people completely agree there's not like take sports for example let's take basketball or you know even baseball right there aren't a lot of sports where people are like 
that's like there's just a hundred percent consensus that person's the best player of all time. And even if you take teams, but the top star. The whole point of it is that the when you're the top star, the role that you're in transcends time. It's like being fucking Judy Garland in goddamn The Wizard of Oz. Like it's something people remember. People don't care. People don't know about. People don't remember the name of the Tin Man. They remember he died from lead poisoning because of the paint. They, people know who Judy Garland is. Uh, surely there are movies or plays where let's take Hamilton for example. Where you have <laughs> boo. <laughs> okay, well, I'm taking it because it's the play that won the He's most. He's got J factor, Lindon uh, Miranda. Nobody is saved. <laughs> <laughs> Man's gonna egot in a minute here, um, right? So you have the most Tony nominations of all time, and you have multiple people winning, like lead actress, lead actor in that. So, I mean, I would argue that multiple people in the first production of Hamilton had that position where they they did the thing. More than one person can kill the role. It is super possible because, again, it is collaborative. It's not about, and- it's not about killing the role in Starlight. It's about, like, the pride of being the top-ranked person. That's a th- Okay, that's a sociopath's view. Yes! They're... they're Actors they, are sociopaths. Yeah! Like, it doesn't... It's, like, sociopath? They, they want... They, they want the title of being the best. It's not about the, the collaboration of... The, the team in the Starlight play, it's about knowing that you are the best because that's what drives them. That's what drives them to be actors is being the best. You see it with, um, okay, uh, so Carco, I guess, okay, where like she gives up, she's like, um, when they go to the last audition and she's like, well, if I'm not going to be the lead role, I'm going to leave. And it's like, that's what drives them to be actors is having that spot. Whether but, you agree with it or not, that's like the context of the show. Okay, I think that context is false. I don't think that context exists. Okay. That That's my issue with it. I think that the the world they posit where all of these people are like doing what they want out of a desire to be better than other people as opposed to like help as much as they can or be the best person they can in the context of the role they're giving is like, and I don't know, maybe I've just been reading too much Marx or whatever. But, like, this is some fucking capitalist propaganda horseshit. Because at the end, they don't even decide that everyone is important. They just say, actually, two people can share the spotlight. Well, like, I think they, that, I think they do. <laughs> I, think they, I think you see it at the end where they're, like, where they're like we'll be waiting for you on stage. Where, um, what's it, when um, Karin is, like, going down the stairs and then you see, like, each girl, like, I, I think, like, you get to that point where they realize that, like, you know, being number one wasn't yes. important. Why it, did they think that in the first place? What is it about? Because I just don't think society is built like that. Cause Maybe because they are. They have been most. A lot of them have been training for this their whole life. Honestly, yeah. Uh, a sports analogy. So doing it, it's like uh, Olympians, yeah. almost or something like that. You know, Olympians like the people who are more satisfied with getting like a bronze medal than a silver medal because they were that close to being number one and didn't get it. And, and you see it with Claudine, where and, and this goes for the other girls. What if you grew up your entire life being the best at this, like this skill? Your entire life, you are the best, and then you get to this school, 
and you know what now somebody else is better than you and it, it, it like changes your mindset like you 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 have like these different like i need to be number one like i'm not number one anymore how do i get to be number one and you get really selfish and you do really bad things sometimes and i think you see that with these characters i think it's like presented wonderfully now these people don't exist no one like this i've never met a human being like this i have ever in my life okay well i'm so sorry You know, the podcast game, people do anything to get to the top, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, as as a person who it was technically a classically trained actor, even being in, like, acting school and people who want to be better, <laughs> um, as an actor, they normally don't, like, just point at, like, just push to be at the top, they normally work with other people to get to the top. Like, they they don't try and grab somebody down. Um, like, when I was in John Casablanca's acting school, like, we were literally taught to work with, e- with each other to be better. We weren't taught to, oh, he's better than you. Uh, you need to drag him down or anything like that. Even even if even during auditions, like we were meant to keep each other ahead. And I get where you're coming from with like the feelings of the actors, but like most of us feel like the if the if the people that are casting for the role feel that one is better for the role than the other, so be it. We can't do anything about yeah, it. But it's it's the selfishness is part of it because it's they're telling the story of starlight with the six goddesses like that's the point they're selfish because they are playing starlight they are telling these six different stories of the motivations along with claire and uh flora or yeah flora like that's the point of their character is it's they're doing the stage play in the show like they're not supposed to be real it's a dramatic effect it's you're watching a stage play like I, I like to me that's what it that's what it was like they're not supposed to like resemble real people you're supposed to be watching a stage play the argument here to me is like if someone runs the fastest leg in the olympics but their team didn't medal and they were just like that's what i wanted that's exactly what i wanted i did the best like at this level no one's like this if you were this selfish I don't think you're getting this far. Now, some of them, maybe. All nine of them? No. Like, no. I'm sorry. But they're not, I know they're not, they're not supposed to be, like, real people. They're supposed to be telling the story of Starlight. There there is no story of Starlight. There is a story of of Starlight. The (sighs) story, I just feel like we're on two different wavelengths. Like, how I, I view I care these characters. the imaginary play that they don't tell me anything about. And, I, and I'm the opposite. We can just agree to disagree. Well, I'm asking you. You can tell me why I should care about it, and maybe you're right. I, I don't know if you should care about it. It's just, it's, it, I, I fell in love with how they were portraying the story of Starlight with these characters in this anime. And it, it made perfect sense to me. And I, that's why I think, like, the writing is so good, because it's like... Okay, the 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 story of Starlight is has these six different goddesses. Okay, this the the goddess of jealousy is Karko, or sorry, not Karko. It's um, um, Maruhu or whatever her name is. And let's see her backstory with jealousy. Why is she jealous? 
okay, then they go to the review and have the audition with Karin and they sell their difference with that specific goddess. And then they do that with the other six goddesses. And then they have the climax with um, Karin yeah. and Hikari because that's what happens in the Starlight stage play. But Maharu didn't really care about being the best actor she could be, right? Like, that wasn't her main motivation. Her main motivation was her relationship with Karen. Yes, that's why she's the goddess of jealousy. Okay. But she did want to be, like, she did want to be a lead role. That's why she's in the additions. And then she portrays the goddess of jealousy when Hikari uh, comes into the story and uh, essentially takes away Karen from her. So she does want to be the best, and she portrays... The goddess of jealousy. And then the other six girls as well. <laughs> we got there, I think, maybe. I don't know. That was fun. I, yeah. I, I guess, yeah, I guess, I, I mean, frankly, it might just, because I think we generally agree about what happened. I think the difference is just, like, it, to me, none of this is, like, it's just, like, a very, like, no, no, duh kind of thing. Like, oh, that, like like the power of friendship or like being a team is more important than being like yourself or whatever. Well, no, not that, but like oh, okay. people like I mean, that's essentially, but not than being yourself than like being selfish, right? Yeah. Like being a team, bringing what your individual skill set is, um, is the little passage uh, that Jay talked about did, right? Where it talks about the positive attributes that they bring to the team or whatever is like, but like to me, it it just feels weird to have to learn that lesson it not ever but don't you like don't we like learn that in like like first grade or something yeah but like that's so, not the story they're trying to portray though like they're not trying so, to like tell you that you should know this from first grade it's 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 like it's like the se like the seven deadly sins or something like that where like yeah you know greed is bad and all this stuff, like you already know that, but and then how do we visualize greed in an anime? And th that's what they did here. How do we visualize the goddess of jealousy? How do we visualize the goddess of arrogance? And they did that with the characters during the review auditions, and that like that's how I feel like they are visualizing the point of the show. So I feel like so I I think I think why when I went to um when I was trying to explain this to one of my friends who doesn't watch anime earlier, I think I did a pretty decent job with this. Uh, overall, this show, when I was just watching it, like, not when I was taking notes, just how I felt. This show kind of felt like it was the power of friendship, just without a goal. Like, it felt like... Like, even though every character had a goal in particular, like, the characters together didn't. Um, kind of like how, take Fairy Tale for example. Fairy Tale is, everybody's about the power of friendship, but they're all going towards a goal at a certain point in time. One Piece, same thing. This doesn't. And I get that that's kind of the point. I think that's the conclusion of the selfishness of the characters. Is that they but realize also, that they're better as a team than they are as one. But but also like it like it just I get that that's what their goal is as as a show. But like it doesn't make 
It doesn't like in my opinion the 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 goal that they're trying to portray doesn't make doesn't isn't good. It isn't appealing to me cuz like we have seen it. It might be appealing to the Japanese audience. It it like and it might resonate to you because you have a different like a different uh upbringing or whatever or it might just hit you at the right spot. For me and for Miles, for what it seems like, like, for us, it doesn't hit the same. Um, like, it just doesn't feel like it was earned? It, I, I don't even know if it feels earned. It just feels like such an obvious conclusion to me. Yeah. Like, yeah, it doesn't feel earned. It feels like it's just something that's, it's like hanging. It's a low fruit that they're just going to go, Cool. And like instead of like reaching for uh reaching for a conclusion that makes you think or uh, that feels good, it just feels like oh that's a natural conclusion. But like we're not here to watch natural shit. We just watched fucking Shawshank not Shawshank Redemption um Nightmare on Elm Street with magical girls and swords like. Which higher? I, I, I guess is yeah. My thing. I guess I I guess I just disagree. Like it, the goal of being the best is portrayed in so many different anime. I like that the the way that they took the approach in this, where you have girls growing up from all across Japan that they and in some cases Europe and stuff like that, where they are the number one act actress in their class. They go to this all girls school to compete with all these other number ones and they want to put themselves to the test and be the best. Like, I, I think that's, I think it was a, I think it was a really cool way of portraying that. And then you, you see it with like, I guess in the, in the sense of the show, there's only nine girls who want to be the best. They want that lead role. And you see that with the auditions. And I, I just loved it. I loved how they portrayed that goal for the characters and then implementing the story of Starlight with their characters. I, I agree with Pete. I think they did a pretty solid job overall with it, especially if you take time to read the lyrics in the review songs that they do. Mm. I think the conclusion they come to is pretty obvious as well, though. Um, I, I can see where the other guys are coming from with the... It, sh it felt like it should have been bigger, because at the end of the day, wow, it's shocking when we work as a team, we're able to make something better than if we were to work on our own in this scenario. Like, that feels like something that maybe the best of the best in terms of acting wouldn't have to learn. You know, like, you're not gonna... If in Hamilton, if there was only one leading role, you're not gonna see the cast of Hamilton suddenly just walk away or or quit because they didn't get that leading role. They're gonna take the roles that they were given and then make the best play possible, right? Like, or, or maybe not Hamilton, but, like, any play in general, right? I feel like that's the... And, and if they are truly the best of the best, they would be able to understand that not, you know, being the brightest star isn't always fitting for whatever story I'm participating in or whatever thing I'm trying to tell or, or play I'm part of, right? Like, because, like, the best... The leading role for Dorothy in Wizard of Oz would probably not star nearly as well in Hamilton. Right, like if the role would not fit her, the the lead role in both shows would not fit her. So I don't know. I 
I can definitely see that. Judy Garland is timeless and would rock being Alexander yeah. Hamilton. But I, um, I, like, I guess to me, this like acting isn't like a quantifiable thing. Like there isn't like, sure. Some people are obviously better than other people at it, but like it's amorphous enough where if you ask 15 people who the best actor is at any given moment, you're probably going to get 10 different answers or something like that. Um, like, to me, this makes a lot more sense in a sports anime, maybe in, like, a track and field thing where, you know, the team doesn't like... Because, like, in a track and field meet, your teammates are also your competition. And, personally, you know, I would, you could I learn... Would, go ahead, Kat. Personally, I would go with, like, more tennis than anything else because there's a lot of, like, bladed instruments and, like, you can you can kind of, like, argue that, you know, swinging with a tennis racket would be closer to swinging a sword. Uh, I didn't mean to fit, like, I, I don't have an issue with the imagery they use for the stage play or anything. I'm talking about as far as the themes go, right? Like a Where, relay race, like a 4x100, right? And even if it, if it was, like, a, like, the lesson could be, like, you know, like, you don't want to help this other person train because they could potentially beat you, right? But, um... You want, you want your team to win. You want, yeah, but you, like, learn that, like, if they're doing better, they'll also push you, and it's, like, a communitive thing, and, like, if everyone's by themselves, they don't do better. For this, a change they made from the stage play to this was in this, all the girls are generally friendly with each other, um... And, you know, they help each other out, and they train with each other, and they do all of that while this competition is going on. Um, so in some ways, it feels like they just already knew the lesson. Um, and then, but like in the stage play, they're all very uh, mean to each other, except for their, like, partner click, basically. Um, they're a lot more selfish. That is displayed more often. I guess maybe part of it is not that like people like this don't exist, but these characters don't seem like the type of people who are socio like like a uh, like a neurotic obsession with being the best. They don't. They don't seem like, like high schoolers. They seem like high schoolers. They just no. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that they don't seem like they have a obsession with being the best to the point where they are happy to take away everyone else's happiness to achieve it. Okay, I, I want to do a counterpoint to this because I, I get what you were saying, and it's it's sort of like they have like this whole other personality when they are in these like additions where they're not the person that you saw on screen from before. And since we're doing sports analogies, let's let's continue with it. Yeah, it could be like game mode, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. I've, I've, I've had people, like, my best friends or whatever, like, nicest people in the world. But when we were playing, like, basketball, like, five-on-five five basketball, like, if I fucked up, like, they would call me out and, like, be like, like, don't take that shot. Like, what are you doing? Like, I'm like, whoa, why are you, like, getting in my face? It's like this game, yeah, game mode, game face. It's, it's time. When the lights are on, it's serious mode. And... I got that from this. I, I thought it was like a, a perfect like um like portray like a portrayal of that um like comp the like the, the competitiveness in them, the, the drive to be number one. Cause when you're in school taking notes for math class, like you don't need to portray that person that you are that you want to be the best because it doesn't make sense in the context. But when it's when it's game time, it's 
it's everything's on the line then i i just loved it i love the portrayal but i i feel like my problem with it is like be like in acting that's not normally how it goes like the like if if you're like say let's take baseball or basketball for example if you're point guard and you've got like five people going for point guard if you're not point guard, you might be begrudging, but you have to go to your you have to go to your spot. But in acting, like there are people that go to different spots, and there are people that that purposely like don't go for the main shot, and they go for like the main villain. And you see, you see like that can... in the show. There there are only nine girls out of their entire class that are going for this. The other girls are content with doing other things. You see that with Banana at some points where she doesn't want to be the lead role. She wants to do, like, the production. You see that with, like, those two girls as well. They are fine with being outside of it. It's just these nine girls specifically have that goal in mind of being the best. In The Dark Knight, who was the best actor? Heath Ledger. Okay, so... But they, but Heath Ledger was a supporting role. I mean, he was a... Ma- I think he was a main role. No, he, he won, won the won Oscar. Supporting actor. Okay. For- Okay, sure, but like, that's not like besi- that's besides the point because how what this story is trying to portray is the story of Starlight, and it, it's not about like what's real and these girls or whatever. It's the the girls portraying the stage play of Starlight in the anime. Okay, then I guess my issue with it is that it has no connection reality to reality yeah it's just they're just using the analogies that we all use the track and field analogy they use the baseball analogy that we use and then they did it with stage play that but it uses the worst analogy for it i i a gazillion percent disagree i i i just i just think it's incredible how they how, how they told that just that think- style of story with implementing the stage play of starlight with the character Okay. Okay. I, I I just don't know what about Starlight to you is a story worth telling. We I, don't even know. I don't even know what it was to be honest. I don't know what the Starlight story was because I was sitting there like getting only bits and pieces of it. We never saw them do like the whole play. We never like saw them practice any specific parts of the play. We just have to like piece it together ourselves. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. And, I think that's I, fine. I couldn't at all. Um. Uh, okay. I could. So he said like the the only part that. Uh, she said, like, the whole play at the end yeah. multiple times. The whole play? For, besides I... for the goddess part, basically. Oh, that's, that's... But the goddess part got... The, 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 goddess part, that... the goddess part literally got brought up 35 seconds before they get into the place where Hikari is. And literally, Junya stood right in your fucking face and said, Hey, we're the goddesses, by the way. We're the goddesses. We're literally in the tower right now. Like I'm sorry if you didn't get it, but it was very obvious. Wait, what? No, what are the what role in the story did the what action did the goddess of envy do in the story to make her envious? They're just goddesses that were pr- they literally they say in the in the fucking there story, is no envy goddess by the way. Whatever. They literally say that they were imprisoned long ago for something that they don't even remember. They're just there to be like metaphorical yes, shit, basically. Uh, yeah. Okay. I. Un- you can't just, yeah, so 
to me, this is saying, like, we are drawing this metaphor and trust us, it's a metaphor. Because they're establishing both sides of the metaphor as being the same thing at the same time. Do you see what I'm saying? Because there's nothing to anchor us to that, because the first time we hear about the goddesses in anything, they're telling us it's a metaphor. For what's happening. Per what you just said. Yeah. Is that, like, bad, though? Like, Yes, that's, that's terrible right. writing. I, I, don't have a, I, I don't have an I don't issue with that at all. Yeah, I don't have an issue with it either. I like, made up a play, beforehand. and it's a metaphor for what's happening. They didn't make up a play. They did. Starlight. It's a made-up play. Yeah, but like in the context of the show, it's not made up. I I I just I don't get like the point what? you're trying to make. <laughs> what? Then nothing ever is made up. Like <laughs> I, I, I I don't understand like what the point you're trying to get across is is kind of like what. What I'm... value do we gain as consumers of this media from the parallel of the play? And the characters. I think you're just too focused on wanting it to be there, kind of. Like, it's not, it wasn't really ever meant, like, it's, it's. Was this just meant to be cute girls doing a play? And then we, well, we, we, we see them do what, the play and then that's it? It should have like, been cute girls what, doing cute things as goddesses. What that's if, what, like. What if you go to like a like a theater and watch Romeo and Juliet or something like that? Yes. Is is there something that you're be like you're supposed to take away? Are you supposed to be like, oh, that was a cool story? Like to me, like if I go to like watch this like theater production, it's just them telling a story of some sorts, and that's what but Starlight you, is. You're supposed to take something and... away from a story. Yeah, that's the, the point uh, of a story. Yeah, okay. The thing you take away from Starlight is that when you like disregard so in the in the context is the goddesses are trying to stop them from making their wish uh they disregard the goddesses and go ahead and do the they go and find the star anyway they get to the point where the star is too bright and one of them falls to their death and it's sort of like you need to like there are these barriers in place for like a reason and the those those six goddesses are like the reason for the wish to be protected and stuff like that so like to me it was like the, the 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 wish shines too bright because you are disregarding all these other sins that are like are a part of you. It's just like you, you they got too like one of them got too greedy, uh, for wanting this wish granted that one of them fell to their death because they were negligent of the threats around them. They that they, they I don't think they die. I think they get imprisoned. No, one yeah. of them dies. Yeah. But one of them dies and one of them gets imprisoned? Because they, they both get, they both reach the star and then one yes. of them, the star is too bright and they fall to death. You see that with uh, Karen. Karen falls to her death, um, or falls to her death in quotation marks, with yeah. the fight, Laura, with the Laura fight with uh, Hickory. Yes. Laura yeah. gets, gets blinded and falls. And then, then after that, Claire remembers Flora, but they are separated yeah. forever because Claire is... Yeah, like, but there's, a, there's a point die. of the story. No, Flora, yeah, no. Is, Flora is dead. Well, I believe Flora is dead in the story. I thought died. that she got imprisoned. No, what, Claire, 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 Claire is in yeah, the tower. It's like, like Claire, it's, it's like vice versa. One's in prison and one's dead. Like, that's the point that's of the why, story. So it's that's, just, why, okay. that's why after they get the star in the, in the auditions, Hikari is imprisoned after that. Okay, then why wasn't Banana imprisoned? 
because banana wasn't i don't know she didn't she wasn't wishing for the same thing she was just wishing for the fucking time loop yeah she, wasn't she got the star. star she wasn't yeah. wishing to be top star or anything though she was just wishing for the fucking time loop she she was she was fighting to be top star not for the wish in starlight they're they're two separate things starlight and the review auditions are two separate things yeah i okay yeah, so she didn't fall to her death because when she got top star, it wasn't about Starlight. It was just her becoming the top star. And then she used yeah. her wish to be granted for whatever. But when the hundredth thing comes around, um, and then they're portraying Starlight in that review audition. Like they're not they're not portraying Starlight when Banana wins. They're portraying Starlight when uh Hikari wins. Isn't Banana's Witch about Starlight? Doesn't she wish that that rendition of Starlight could repeat? They want, she, wa she wants to replay the play, but they're not portraying the play Starlight in the auditions. Like, the goddesses aren't represented in the 99th audition. It's represented in the 100th edition. Like, well, with, some, with, yeah. some of them reprise their roles. Yeah, but like it, that's not the story that's being told in some the 99th edition. But they do also mention that they change up how the plot beats go and everything. And yeah, the they do that year in, year out, right? They yeah. change things up. Um, which is, again, a thing that I'm fine with. I, I don't mind the idea of subverting the message of the play to do something more hopeful. I think that's a good idea. Um, I, I just... I, I don't okay. know. I mean, I think Jay might be right. I might just be too tied on wanting to anchor this to something in, in I get, reality. I do, I do understand where you're coming from, but I think, like, if you kind of, like, let it go a little bit, you might enjoy it overall more. Well, like, I, I don't think it's... A, I think it's... I do understand where you're coming from, but I think you're kind of making a mountain out of... Not necessarily a molehill, but like a, a small hill. I feel like every story that's trying to, especially something like a stage play too, especially stage plays, they're meant to teach you something or they're meant to be something that you reflect on afterwards and are like, oh, wow, that was meant to tell me, like, I don't know. So and they do that. Icarus. Icarus, don't fly too close to the sun, right? Yep. Like he, he, you, you, you get too excited or you fly too low, whatever. You're gonna screw up. You're gonna, you're gonna die. And he's blind to that. So don't, don't let your ambitions get ahead of you. It, like uh, it, that, that's like the message of of the thing. So what is the message of the show? Yeah, it's okay. So the the guardians are the deterrents from the wish that don't neglect these barriers that are being brought up. Or you're going to get burned. In this case, one gets in prison and then the other falls to her death because of the barriers that they ignored. It's but like they, it's like they cheated. Know that, though we, we because it's not based on us. Because again, they don't tell us. I, I don't think the full. They, so they tell us. They give us the spark notes of it, right? So like, yeah, we know that the goddesses say like, like that we don't want you to reach the stars these are the sins like watch out for these things flora and claire go like we don't we don't care and in the 99th the message is don't do that um and the in the 100th the message is shooter shoot right 
like that's what it is i yeah, I, I, I guess I, I don't know. I, I like, yeah. I, I, just, I think I, I think I just need something to anchor it to, like their, their reality. Like I maybe a teacher that was pitting them against each other or something. Like something that made that this... is present in the stage play. By the way, there are multiple teachers present in the stage play, not just the one. The giraffe is a composite character of them, more or less. That makes. Like, so much whole, sense. There's like a whole headmaster and stuff like that in the stage play. Do they pit them against each other? Yes. Okay. I. But the giraffe, <laughs> the giraffe is meant to. I mean, at the end, he literally turns to the audience and says, "You watching this is the reason why they're doing this." Basically. Yes, I, I know. It's it's I, I yes, it it's the same. Okay, so like my literal favorite piece of media ever does this exact same thing. It just put in a lot more work for it, in my opinion. And maybe that's why I'm salty about it. Like, so, <laughs> it's not you would not go. <laughs> so basically, basically what you're saying is that this show is the worst version of either, like, medium that it is, like, based on. Or that it's branched I, off of. I, I, it sounds like I would I mean, enjoy the same play more. From yeah. what I've heard, I th I think that's the point. I think that's literally the point, <laughs> and I hate it. I hate it more. I I arguably hate that fact more than I think you do. I well, I mean, I get I get why they well, Japan doesn't want to make their waifus unlikable, right? So they like nice them up, um, and added some more character depth to them, which is certainly something that I would like about the anime more from my understanding the backstories aren't quite as delved into um as uh in the in the stage play i i think that yeah i don't know it maybe you know what i'm gonna say i think jay's probably right like if we had like i'm just like not willing to make the leap like i understand that it's true but the giraffe being a composite character um makes a lot of sense and I think makes the overall thing better. I just wish that they had established some of these things in any way. I think that you're right. They're easy leaps to make. Um, I guess I would just rather not do the leaping. And I don't know what that means <laughs> me. Uh, <laughs> let's, uh, we, we've talked a lot, so let's move on to our final thoughts. You can throw in your best girl in there if you'd like. Uh, Pete, what have, uh, what have you got for a final score? Uh, first for best girl, I'm going to give it up to Banana. I love that she was a absolute psychopath, and I love the Banana Nice uh, jokes that they made. It never got old. I love that everything she did revolved around a banana. I like that her name is essentially Big Banana or Giant Banana. Everything about that. Loved her. Uh, worst girl goes to Kariko. She's just a selfish bitch, and she's going to get uh, one up by Futaba. Uh, Futaba, be uh, second best girl because she owns a motorcycle. Uh, overall, I thought the show was fantastic. I love the themes. I love the writing. I love the cast. This is one of those shows where I was encapsulated by anything that they did. I think some people had issues with the pacing. I didn't. I feel like I could watch like another 64 episodes of the show. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think it's it could be a 10 after I watch the movie to get some like final closure. But since I haven't seen the movie yet, I'm going to give it a, uh, a resting 9 with the possibility of being a 10 after I watch the movie. So a 9 for my rating. All right. Uh, Miles, what about you? Uh, come back to me. I have a lot of thoughts in my head. Uh, Kat. 
Um, <laughs> well, I also have a lot of thoughts in my head, but I can express them. Um, I so best girl starting though starting off with that is uh I am going to choose uh Karen because she seems a little bit more fleshed out. Uh, my the other best girl that I was thinking of was Futaba, but um. When she was Karen, she was just, like, very... She she was one of the main reasons why I would actually... Why I would pay more attention. Like, I was paying attention. I was writing notes. But, like, Karen was the reason why I would actually, you know, kind of get into the show when she was on screen. Um, but the thing is, uh, about this show... This show, after, like, before our discussion... I I wasn't like impressed with it. I didn't I I wasn't really like, oh, this show's great. This show made me feel like it almost felt like a seven show that dropped the ball a little too much. And like that made it a six. And then I thought about it a little bit more. And then that made it a that made it a five. And then I talked with you guys about it. And now my final score is a four out of ten. <laughs> so yeah, because now I have I have realized that this show is the worst medium to consume this media. Because there's a game that we could get into. Sure, I'll waste money on it, but at least I'll have fun. And then there's a screenplay, a literal screenplay that I could watch, that I could get a better story out of. Mm. This show is the worst medium that I could have consumed this media on, that's why it's a four. Fair enough. Alright, Jay, what about you? Uh, honestly, you know, the first two episodes, I was kind of not feeling it, and then I thought the third episode was, like, complete gas. And then, after that, I thought it was pretty solid overall. Like, I enjoyed myself. I thought the music was really solid. Uh, the animation during the reviews was really good. That's obviously where all the budget went into, but like Pete told me before, you know, they didn't really need a lot of budget for other stuff because it was mostly like dialogue and whatnot. Now, granted, some of it probably could have been cut for more exposition, in my opinion, like more kind of explaining the story or the school, stuff like that. But that's just the type of person I am. I'm, I'm a big world-building guy. Not everything needs to be, get bogged down in world-building, and I accept that. Um, my best girl, I gotta give it to, uh, first of her class, Maya Tenno. Tendo. She was fucking awesome. Uh, her gratuitous English at the end of every review <laughs> was excellent. I truly loved it. Um, and second best girl, I gotta give it to the giraffe, just because, voiced by Kinjiro Suda. Um, love it. Just love his dub voice was solid too. I enjoyed that. And you know what? Honestly, hearing the complaints other people had about the show made me think about it more and actually made me kind of appreciate it more. Um I think that the show is definitely a product of being a gotcha and it shows in how the aesthetic is. It's kind of carried by its aesthetic in some ways, like the Hard ass I am reborn screen that every so that is just so hard. So hard. Yeah. yeah uh, I, I, I just loved it. And that honestly, the I am reborn screen gave it a whole extra point for me. So I am going to go ahead and rate it an eight. They Let's gave go. me a whole ass point. 
two. Let's go. Oh, honestly. <laughs> An eight. All right. Uh, Miles, are you ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So as we were talking about the stage play and how in they they subvert the expectations of Starlight in the show where they put on Starlight, I thought, what if the anime is subverting our expectations of the stage play and that these were intentional decisions based on an audience that they might have assumed had seen the stage play before. And I have no idea if that's true or not, but I can't stop thinking of that idea. And I really like it. Um, <laughs> I, th- I, I think, I think Pete and Jay made some good points. Um, I think a lot of this is a lot of my criticism is based off of me, maybe trying to fit like a square peg into like a round hole or something. Um, you know, not everything has to be um, as layered as it possibly could be, right? You can actually stop at, like, two layers. You don't need to add 33 layers. That doesn't even make something better. I just happen to like that more. And I don't need to judge things um, for not doing that. So I am going through my own personal growth arc through this episode. (laughs) Um, And while... I would much rather watch Utna, by the way, Jay. Um, and while um, I still don't think the writing for the show is like A tier, um, you know, let alone like S tier, I think it's okay. I'm going to give the show a seven. Um, and go to watch the movie and then move it up or down a point, depending on what I think of that. Or keep it at a seven. I can do whatever the hell I want. Yes, your you list. can, because it is your list. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, and then lastly, for me, I think I don't know I I liked all the characters pretty evenly, and oh, maybe yeah, I that's a thing. sorry. Yeah, yeah. What what have you got, real quick? Uh, my attendo, uh, best girl, um, really really hits my sort of aesthetic. I like people who are good at things and in charge, and they know it. Um, Worst girl is a banana because she is a sociopath Ooh. and had the power of God and completely misused it like an idiot. So, love, not banana. And yet you love Haruhi. That's crazy. Haruhi doesn't know she has the power <laughs> of God. <laughs> it's, that's different. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, it, it's hard because it's like, I, I liked all the characters, but that part of that might also be because they were very similar <laughs> and hard to distinguish beyond their like like specific little thing that that differentiated them right um i i guess yeah i'd have to go with maya as well like miles miles said she definitely hits the boxes of like yeah strong in charge confident um i i also i don't know i thought she was uh it was cool to see that not only does she know she's the best but she wants to be better i think that that's a that's something that anyone should strive to be uh worst girl i don't know i i guess karako because she's a brat but like karako is my worst girl as well but like also she's kind of meant to be right like she's supposed to be the brat that's the whole story around her um so i don't know uh maybe claudine uh but claudine's funny because she speaks in french sometimes so maybe not um i i don't know it's it's kind of it's like again they're so like claudine the the little differences between all like out of the nine characters if they were like Late put on a point graph, they, it would almost be a straight line for me. Like it's it, it very little change between my liking or disliking of the characters. I'd say, um, 
I don't know. I I get frustrated when something that comes off, especially something that's being done, is meant to be a stage play, and it's supposed to have this. Most stage plays, or when you think back to like the the most famous ones, at least, especially like anything from Shakespeare, anything that is uh, like Hamilton, they all have a deeper message, right? They all have like a, a deeper meaning, and the fact that I wasn't able to really get the deeper meaning in the show frustrated the shit out of me and even after this discussion i'm still frustrated by by the fact that we don't have that consensus or or that general agreement on what is the deeper meaning so i and i think that that's weird because this felt like a show that was trying to be deep it felt like a show that was trying to like tell a story but then the fact that it didn't make that clear enough i think it especially again like i i trust all of us here to be like pretty critical and pretty intelligent enough to figure something out like this the fact that so many of us were so confused on it bother it like i think is a reflection more on the show than it is on us unless like miles said we're missing something because we were supposed to have seen the screenplay or the the play itself first or something and then in that case then that's not really fair but i don't care um so and also i don't think i should care because it was presented to me this way so i think uh a seven out of ten is a fair score for it uh because like like we've talked about the music's really good uh the fight scenes are pretty cool i don't usually really give a shit about that stuff but they were they were fun enough uh i liked the idea that oh they when they lose their uh their cape or whatever is when they like die or or when they've lost the fight i thought that was fun um the the acting was solid all around. The production was pretty solid all around, too. Even the parts that we said, like, oh, they spent all their budget on the fights. The rest of it wasn't, like, bad, either. It was just them sitting around talking. So, it is what it is. Yeah. I think 7 out of 10 uh, is pretty fitting for the show. I could have... I think I started at a 6. Um, or, no, I think I, I went back and forth. I don't know. I'm somewhere in between there. I, I'm curious what the movie would do, but at the same time, I'm not that eager to watch it. Because I didn't... I felt unsatisfied with the ending but also not wanting more like I did with, let's say like, uh, beyond, uh, what's the, the show that we always talk about? Not, not beyond the boundary. Um, Bunny Girls the, Empire. well, yeah. So, well, that's a good example of one, but like, you know, like the movie felt like it was Monica necessary. Magic. Madoka, another one, like those two are great examples where it's like, we need to watch the, you need to watch the movie to feel like the story is complete. Um, or, uh, you know, another season of that, Show about the the freaking different elements or materials. What's uh? Why Avatar? is it Avatar? Grimgar? No, <laughs> no. Uh, well, Grimgar is a great example too. But no, it's uh. Why? Why am I Princess not? Principle? Oh no. no, 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 no! The gem one, right? The gem House one. House of no Yes. Kuni? yes oh. Land of the Lustrous. Yeah. Okay. Land of the Lustrous. That's oh. the name. Thank you. Beyond the Boundary, Land of the Lustrous. Like the names, kind of like. Yeah, the same way. That's um that's the one that where it's like, oh, I want to see more. And I'm frustrated that I don't see more. I'm not frustrated in this case that I'm not seeing more, even though I, I feel like I should. If if the movie really is that which it's so highly rated too. Like it it feels like something that should be in, like imperative to understand this story, but I don't see how it could be, at least not with the way that this season ended. So I don't know. We'll have to see. Um but yeah, so seven out of ten, the average score for us. Averages out to a even 7.0, which is uh, 0.65 points lower than the average on Mal. So I think we, we evened out pretty well, considering it was only five of us voting today as well on scores. Um, 
And yeah, why don't we talk about what is what we're watching two weeks from now on the, I believe, the 8th of August, Miles. Yeah, so it has been a roller coaster of a thing. We had our first, like, super tie, and then we brought it down to, like, how individual votes went. And then I counted those votes incorrectly by accident, but took the time during this to go back and recount them um, using, like, a checklist and stuff. So... Um, next week, we will be watching Kaiba. Um, so I should put all my manga away then for Kageki Joe. You should. I apologize. I put it in the chat. I see Pat looks confused. Uh, I counted it wrong. It was 401 as opposed to 320. Um, which comes out to the same amount of points. So, uh, Kageki Shoujo tied for the lead, so it will be getting... We're gonna give it two legacy points for this. Um, and then, um, in so it'll be like a, an extra second place, and then in third place was a tie between Bay Stars and Escaflown, which were actually pretty close to winning themselves. Um, and Memories was honestly just behind that. We had like a really tight race um, this time, so uh, that is what we're doing. Um, I'll just re up Kageki Chojo. You're re-upping Kageki Shoujo. Okay. Damn, I have to take that off my plan. my watching list and put it back on plan to watch. Let's do that. Uh, who's next? Uh, Pete, what do you uh, have for us? I'm going to stick with the theme, since this was kind of like the like a cult classic, under-the-radar, underrated show, uh, uh, considered by a lot of people. I think I'm going to keep with that theme for my nomination. And I hope Haz is going to... No, I hope Haz is going to like this one. <laughs> I'm going to nominate... Bottom tier character Tomozaki Kun. Ooh, okay. I know that shit. Bottom tier character Nozaki Kun. There we go. Uh, Kat, what about you? Um, on the other hand, I am not going to be sticking with that theme, and I'm going to be sticking. I'm going to go to a theme of shows that are pretty highly debated about. Just more controversial than anything else, especially with uh, one of our youngest uh, youngest guests on the show. I'm going to nominate Attack them. on Titan. <laughs> no, <laughs> because I would never do that to our to our guests. Um, the melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya. Oh, baby. Oh, that's spicy. Got my first place vote. There we go. Um, finally, I forced myself to watch that. Um, yeah, and uh, I'll, I'll re-up Escaflown. Did pretty well, and it would be a pretty cool movie to talk about, I think, based on what we've seen so far, so uh, or what we know about it. So, yeah. Season 2, because it has, like, a 7. <laughs> the what? Oh, I, I accidentally linked the... I need to get the... It's, like, the second season of Haruhi is very lowly rated because people can't stand watching the same episode eight times in a row because they're cowards mm -hmm. um and, <laughs> and uh but harvey okay i'm, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and nominate high score girl Ooh, okay. nice uh, trying to steal the has vote it's <laughs> there i guess i think i got my first place vote okay so wow. I have Kageki Shoujo, bottom tier character Tazaki-kun, uh, the Haruhi Suzumiya show that's the best, uh, Escaflone and High School Girl. Uh, so yeah, so Pete, why don't you uh, wrap us up for the night? For the night? Will do. Uh, if you have made it this far and you want to support the podcast, the best way to do so, like, comment, subscribe, leave a review on whatever platform you're watching or listening to us on. 
Next week, uh, we'll do some form of anime episode. I haven't decided yet, but don't worry. There'll be content coming out on Monday. Otherwise, if you are here for Watch Club, in two weeks, we will be watching Kaiba. Thanks, and we'll see you next time. Peace.